1: Co-worker of yours.
2: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit Men'sTeaClinic.com.
3: K&C Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. It is a
2: shout-out Friday. And we are not at Buffalo Wild Wings.
3: That is true. I feel the
4: Cowboys lost.
2: somebody texted me, and I was like, well, the Cowboys choked, so we're not I know. Not we had there. some very loyal people who would come out everywhere we, we went. They would be there at Buffalo Wild Wings and they told us we tried to give away Detroit Lion uh tickets in Detroit, but <laughs> Miller light said no. Yeah. I was hoping we could give out divisional tickets for the the Lions Tampa game since they both made it.
3: So, I'm kind of hoping after today we're going to sort of wrap up the Cowboys for a minute. We'll see if that's what actually happens, but This is the best way to start that off if we want. But also, shout out Friday, truckrec.com, text line 877-881-1053. Also want to hear from you on the Twitch and the YouTube is the great Cowboys fan survey, exit survey. And I want you guys to, like, you can be as critical as you want, but look at it seriously and give your real answers this is the athletic, and I always like that they do this, usually for most of our teams, and then we'll get results down the road and everything like that. Was keeping Mike McCarthy the right decision? Yes, no,
2: or undecided. Uh yeah. I'm I'm yes on it. Okay. But Am I trying to it's, depict it? It's a, a t- tough, it's I feel like I'm on the stand right now. Yes or no. Um <laughs> Hey, I, I that's feel like did what you, the
3: survey said. Did you,
2: uh, what was that movie, Good, the one where they asked Jack, uh, did he- I the want co- the truth. The code red. You can't handle the truth. I feel like that's Cowboy fans. Um, <laughs>
3: Maybe
2: so. All right, I so. think keeping him in this situation, yes. Okay. You can't do much better than him with the Jones. Well, then this
3: might kind of answer that question. Mike McCarthy is obviously on the list. Is there another option- that you think would have been better as a head coach for the Cowboys, whether it's Belichick, Harbaugh, Quinn, Vrabel, Sw- Slowick, Johnson, whoever.
4: Um, Nick Saban. I I probably would Nick have gone. Saban. I probably would have <laughs> been interested. I probably would have had a lot of interest in in Harbaugh. Okay. I probably would have had a lot of interest in Belichick. So yeah, though those two, I could. You I can could, only pick one. Uh, I mean, I would. <coughs> I would probably say Harbaugh. Okay. The I think he has he has the intensity that I do think you need uh to to go forward with this.
2: I think you're making me pick another coach besides Mike cuz I like You could still pick Mike McCarthy. I pick Mike. Okay. I mean this is this is the Dallas Cowboys. I have to pick a subtle guy who does not want to get in the way of Jerry Jones.
3: How many games will the Cowboys win next season? Less than 8? Eight? 8 to 9? 10 to 12? Or thirteen or more, ten to twelve.
2: I think so too. I do. Too. As long as you play, as long as you tell Dak it's a regular season game, he's in good shape.
4: Okay, hold on. Here's the thing, though, because this everybody says that lame duck head coach, right? Right. If he's the lame duck, then how do you win that many games?
2: I could see it collapsing next year. To your point, there's part of me that says it's either going to be less than eight or ten to twelve. I don't think Dak's good. In, he's he's this is factual. He's not good enough to beat good teams, and there'll be enough good teams on your schedule that you can't win 13 or more, but he is good enough. He's proven it. He's good enough to beat the average to below average teams, which there's going to be 10 to 12 teams like that on your schedule, but if this team has that gut feeling inside them, in a weird way, the way Philadelphia got it as the season progressed, we can't win, then I could see them going like 6 and 11 and just going, oh my God, we, we just can't We're not good enough. We know we're not good enough. So I could see it being a collapse. But more than likely, there's no quarterback in the history of football better in easy situations than Dak Prescott.
3: And for some of the people saying they're not really caring, we'll get to that question in just a second. How far will the Cowboys go in the playoffs next season? Won't make the playoffs, losing the wild card, divisional round, et cetera, et cetera.
4: Again, if that locker room is not lost, then I think that they're – getting in the second round losing divisional round yeah right.
2: are we playing a team in the wild card round that lost more games than they won
4: well what's going to happen mike <laughs> can is... we play a
2: team that was seven and ten or eight and nine because is they were real... eight and nine right, bye week well bye yeah week. that's like green bay wasn't eight and nine that's why we lost this, to them <laughs> the bucks <laughs> were
4: eight and nine yeah mike, you if... get the bye week when you finish number one they're so not it's gonna, number they're one. gonna be so motivated by this loss that they're going to max it out during the regular season, much like the Rangers and Mavericks have in the past, Mm -hmm. and then they'll lose in their first playoff.
2: They lose in the wild card around. They have to play a team over 500. Where does
3: your current Cowboys fandom rank? I've never believed
2: more in the direction of the team. That's me, I think. I've never believed more in the direction of the team. I think everybody is there, honestly. We know the direction of the Jones. I'm diehard no matter
3: what happens. We'll take a while to start caring again. I'm done with the team.
4: I'm dying. I'm dying to know what happens. I
2: am I'm, what? That's how one of the answers. My new answer. I'm e I added one. <laughs> been done, and actually love that it stayed the same because then they didn't do anything successful where I regretted leaving this franchise two years ago. Can
4: we just fast forward through the Rangers next World Series to that? Like, I just can we get to the get look to look at my hat today, Cowboy Kevin? Where do you think I'm at, Kevin? Yeah, let's get to the Cowboys you know season what? next year by fast forwarding I have through the Rangers.
3: Nothing against the Chiefs or Patrick Mahomes, but because of you, I think I'm going to be actively rooting for the Bills. I'm now. definitely
4: rooting for the Bills. <laughs> Uh, not, not because just of despite Mike. Mike. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm very interested in, in, in that Bill storyline. I definitely am. It has nothing to do with Mike at all.
2: What grade would you give Wait, Mike? You didn't answer. You die hard no matter yeah, what. I think so. Are you die hard no matter
4: what, Corey? I'm dying to find out what happens next. That's not
2: one of the options. It is now. He said die, so he's in the die category. <laughs> you guys die. What grade would like you C. give
3: Mike McCarthy for his four seasons as Cowboys head coach? A-plus you would not can't do better
4: in this you, situation
3: and what he's oh, doing i said take this series. it is four regular seasons i am it
4: no no no, regular, no no four seasons it is four regular seasons i'll give him a b plus okay What it is post post-season. four post seasons c minus all right to yeah. d
2: i give him an a plus because i truly believe he's taken Dak as far as he can go and you can't do better than this so why am i going to give him a bad grade when your quarterback playoff pick Prescott like I can't do any better than that he wins he wins all the games that he can win if I have a quarterback that's Dak Prescott I can't do any better than this I will tell
3: you and we talked about this I don't know Monday or Tuesday is there are so many people who are like now this time I'm really done I'm curious to see if that's the way it plays out what grade would you give Jerry Jones his last four seasons as GM F minus how does a coach get an A, but the GM gets an F minus? Because he
2: thinks Dak Prescott is the greatest quarterback in the history of football.
4: He doesn't change. I give him I give him uh I give him a C plus. Because I do think he's given you enough. But again, go watch the defense and ask Brian Baldinger right now. with with brian baldinger's post that says can we get some real linebackers on the field sure they did not do their job they said hey guys can y'all make it with all these safeties and dan Quinn was like i guess
2: yeah i'll do i'll try how many guys are considered linebackers on this team two how many guys real linebackers well do you think okay here's my next question do you think jerry knows who those people are no no f minus he doesn't even know who's on his team. He knows he knows the people he pays a lot of money to. He sure. doesn't even know who the players are on his team. I mean, let's face F- it. F minus. They had
3: a they had a special media person for them and the best players or the most noteworthy players. And then a different media person for all the other
2: players. When we went when we go to spring training, if you ask Chris Young, I want you to name every shortstop in this organization. Not just Corey Seeger. And Josh Smith, and I guess you could put Ezekiel Duran in that category. I want you to name who you're triple A, double A, A ball, and A oh, ball. I got you. He would know all those yeah. people. That's so stop pretending you're the general manager. You the, don't even know who's on your team, and there's only fifty-three guys. I go back to the Chris Godwin
3: thing when he was like
4: Oh, he'll get you an interception. Yeah. Um spring training will be there uh February twenty sixth through, you know, whenever. So be ready for that. February twenty fifth, twenty sixth, all the way through March first.
3: Are you fine with the Cowboys giving Dak Prescott a new contract that makes him one of the highest paid players in the game?
4: No. What are the what were the options? Yes. dying to find out what's next. Okay. No. Um,
2: No, but. Jerry, what are you going to do as a I cowboy know. fan? Like he doesn't care.
4: You can always you
2: can you can but this always is your lean, vote, not his. Well, my vote. vote would be that yes, I would have a better quarterback or at least try. Maybe I don't get better. What is? I remember Nolan Ryan for example. He got rid of Chris Davis somewhat, the first baseman who ended up hitting fifty-three home runs and finishing. He was like, "I've seen enough. I know it's not good enough. Do I have a first baseman ready to take over who's better? No, but I don't care. I know he isn't good enough." That's what men do. They make good decisions, or maybe at least make a decision.
3: Are you fine with the Cowboys giving Micah Parsons a new contract that will make him the highest paid defensive player in the game?
4: I'm a no. Mm, I'm going to be a no. I'm leaning more undecided, but I'm still a no on that.
2: I'm going to be a yes, because he is arguably... The best defensive player in the NFL. You just have to understand he's an individual. And I think you won two championships with Lawrence Taylor being an individual. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like a team leader or anything. He was a dude who was just going to dominate on defense. Hey, man, stay out till 5 a.m. with those people doing those things. Just please pass the P test if we have one. Like, and I'm not saying Micah has, as far as I know, no problems with that. He's not out till 5 a.m. partying like Lawrence Taylor, but he doesn't, he's an individual. You just have to understand, like, I'm going to have to have other players on my defensive side of the ball that are going to have to take leadership roles because he is going to be a great player and an individual who can't lead.
3: Are you fine with the Cowboys giving CeeDee Lamb a new contract that makes him the NFL's highest paid wide receiver?
4: Forever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm perfectly fine with CeeDee Lamb being here for until his career ends.
3: As the highest paid wide receiver? Sure, yes. I'm okay with it, too. At some point, I mean, Justin yeah.
4: Jefferson's going to get paid more. Sure. Unless he waits, and I don't think he'll get what Justin Jefferson gets. Right. I think he'll get in that range, but he, he'll he be right there.
2: Do you, let me ask you this. I know you're asking questions. Let me ask you this. Micah Parsons is going into his fourth year. We've seen this before. Here's my yes or no. Do you think Micah Parsons is there for the first day of training camp? Because I don't think they're paying him this offseason unless he holds out. So my question to you is, do you think Micah Parsons is there the first day of training camp?
3: I'm going to say yes, but I understand your question. Do you think CeeDee
2: Lamb is there the first day of training camp? I also say yes. Corey? Uh, Yes.
3: From a business perspective, I understand why not showing up would probably pay off just fine for them. My answer to this is none of the above. I'll tell you right now. Which one gives you the most confidence going forward? Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, or Dak Prescott, or none of the above?
2: Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl with a great quarterback and a great organization. Jerry won one when Jimmy was doing everything. Now, I know Will McClay does everything. He just doesn't want to say it for the most part, but... Yeah, I guess I'd go with Mike McCarthy in that. I I don't like my choices. To be honest, I don't like my choices there. But if I had to rank them, I would rank them Mike, Dak, Jerry. Jerry's failed for 29 years. Dak's failed for eight. And you can say, like, some of those years aren't failures. So,
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, McCarthy I have the most confidence in.
3: How many years – this is the last one. How many years before the Cowboys win a Super Bowl? Next season, two to three years, four to five years. Six to ten years or more than ten
4: years? You know, Jerry was on with Sean and RJ a couple, last week. When they decided And he to. said the Cowboys are infinity. Mm. And the NFL is infinity. So, Kevin, I would choose infinity years.
3: I say more than ten. Years. Yeah, more than
2: ten. I don't think they ever win it in. I don't think they're ever going to win it again, to be honest.
4: That's why I said infinity. Is, can like, I use that as an option? You know what? I can't wait to see what happens. I don't think S- dying Stephen is happens.
2: going to take over this organization from a football standpoint at some point. Jerry, guess what? I'm going to die, you're going to die listening, and Jerry's going to die. At some point, we're all going to die. When Stephen takes over, right now, I don't have confidence that it would change. Maybe it will. Maybe the organization will truly change. But as long as Jerry's alive, we know the establishment of the Cowboys, and that is not a winning environment.
3: Yeah, the majority answers to that were... Never don't re sign Dak. There, look, not surprisingly, the week after a devastating loss, there's a lot of negativity. I'm curious if and when that will shift.
4: It looks like the Ravens are not expected to start uh, to activate Mark Andrews, Kevin, according to uh, Ian
3: Rappaport. Yeah. Saving him. I know you, for the conference championship. Yeah. for the know, Super Bowl. Maybe. I know Harbaugh said yesterday he's like, not sure. So. That's too bad, but clearly that team has been clicking fine without him.
4: Yeah, and I'm I, I'm interested at some point at what point they do decide to activate him. Right. Because he's, Lamar's built such good rapport with everybody else. For How sure. does he fit in now? Because he was the focal point of the offense for Lamar before. Agreed, agreed, We'll talk agreed. good football at some point, right? Maybe, perhaps the other next.
3: Team.
2: Yeah, the other team that are in.
3: Well, you know what? <laughs> we didn't get a chance to do it yesterday. We got derailed. I know that's shocking. What? The Coming show? up next...
2: NFL
3: overreaction or reality? We'll do an next right here on The Fan.
2: Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up.
4: Glove with a play fake. Boots back to his left. Throws back down the right side. Musgraves all alone at the 15. Down the sideline to the pylon. Touchdown, Green Bay.
2: Does Musgrave play for the Cowboys? Because if he does, this highlight is awesome. he does not. Dang
3: it. That's why you could hear Brad Sham being so sad. All right. Now it's time for some NFL overreaction or reality. I'm going to start with this. Overreaction or reality. NFL playoff games on streaming services are the future and people need to get used to it.
2: I say no, but two games will be. I could see that. A year? Yeah, like okay. a wild card game is on a streaming network and a divisional round game is on a streaming network. Now that being said, I don't know how much will CBS and Fox help me out here. I know there's Peacock for NBC. Do they have streaming there? CBS is paramount. So they could put one of their games on Paramount. Yep. So CBS could say, we want more Paramount Plus. numbers yeah. and viewership. Fox doesn't have one, right? Uh, Not as far as you know. that
3: I know of.
2: So, yes, I could see next year. And
3: Hulu is ABC because they're all tied in with ESPN uh, family now. Is it? In does Disney. Fox have
2: – I'm sorry. Does Fox have two games? I'm, I'm going to click real quick.
3: I, I don't think Fox has streaming service. And so,
2: 3.30 tomorrow, the first game's on ESPN, and then the night game's on Fox, and then the next day, your 2 p.m. game is NBC, and your 5.30 game is CBS. So, that'll be interesting. They would literally have to take a game away from their major network yeah. to put it on a stream and divisional round. So, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll just still be wild card round. Okay. I, what do you think? But but you do agree that, like, there's always going to be at yeah. least one playoff game streamed, at least one.
4: Yeah, as long as one of the networks is trying to convince people to get their product. Yes,
2: I could see that. And then I'll ask Kevin for help.
4: Like, they, they force you to get it if you want to watch that game. Yes. Or borrow it from somebody else.
2: There'll never be a Cowboy game stream, though, right?
4: I don't know that answer. Like they'll because never they've already played the, on Amazon.
2: But that's their biggest product for the playoffs. Like When the Cowboys play, we just saw that they drew $4 million more than the next watched game. I think, so.
4: I think Jerry prefers it to be free. I, yeah. I really do. When he says that, I do believe him because – as much of he doesn't want to isolate the product from it from the audience. That, he wants them to have it. And that they, would not put be the game I would put on.
2: And street. they know there's like a 10 percent chance they play another playoff game after the wild card round. So <laughs> they're like, we up. got. Shut up! To.
3: We're not talking about the Cowboys.
2: Well, I yeah, uh, I mean, you know,
3: regular season NFL overreaction to reality. Regular season results have no bearing on playoff rematches because there's a whole bunch of playoff rematches. This weekend, the Bills beat the Chiefs, the Lions beat the Bucks, and the Ravens beat the Texans. But, for example, that Ravens game is week one. That Lions game is week six. Is there a cutoff point in the season where you're like, did the Lions win? Yes, they did.
2: So, I do think it matters in this. All of these matchups, the Bills are at home because of beating the Chiefs. The Lions now, they had a way better record. But sure. if you want to look at, hey, did it decide home field? I do okay. think it matters.
3: In terms of, that makes sense to me. In terms of the, I guess, the nuts and bolts of the game itself. Do you think there's still relevance to those games from, like, week one and or week six? Or are you like, that was a long time
4: ago. Yeah, it does feel like things change over time, like. It it just feels like there's a lot of a team can change a lot more from that from that early on. I mean, look at the Bills right now.
2: I like what you're saying. If it happens in the first eight weeks, no. If it happens, let's say in the last four weeks, like the Bills and Chiefs was just
4: four or five weeks ago.
2: I do think it matters. Okay. If it's the last four weeks, because you get a good feeling on who's healthy, who's left on your team, rather than Texans and Ravens. In the week one or week three, you're just like, that was such a long time ago. It's going to be tough to say they're the exact same team now.
3: NFL overreaction or reality. I'm really curious what y'all say about this. Baker Mayfield has been misjudged and underrated. All right. There's a few things that go along with this. Baker Mayfield had three touchdowns and zero interceptions. He's done that with multiple franchises. The only other players that have ever done this, and this is a weird list, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Alex Smith, and now Baker Mayfield. Peyton Manning didn't do it. Nope. Wow. So I thought he'd be on the list. I that makes sense to me as well. Is oh man, unless I met, if it's not Brett Favre, then it is Peyton Manning. But I think it's Brett Favre. Okay, and then highest sense. Playoff passer ratings among quarterbacks with at least this 100 is your guy. attempts.
2: This is the Corey. This is you He's always said. You and Baker. No,
3: Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Baker Mayfield the yeah. second. Stafford, Allen, and Rodgers. And I get. Like, that's right. obviously going to give advantage to way later it, quarterbacks because of the way the game's change.
2: Corey, I'll start off. It matters where you ranked him first, right? Because uh, people might have had Baker in different categories. I had him as he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. So, yes, underrated by me. I, I didn't think that he was a guy worthy enough of starting for an NFL team anymore. And, obviously, he's proven that he's as good as Dak Prescott.
4: Yeah. Um, God, I don't. I am not gonna take the game against Philadelphia as the one I want to hinge anything on. Sure, because I think Philadelphia was a figured Hot out and garbage. quit on themselves. Uh, but there is there is a stretch of games there at the at the end of the season that he was very very good, where he didn't throw any interceptions. He still threw ten this year. This was this is best his best year. Uh, he his best year before that was twenty six and eight. Other than that, it was twenty-seven and fourteen, twenty-two and twenty-one, seventeen and thirteen, ten and eight. His touchdown interception. Right. So this was a good year for him. But I'm not out there going, "Hey man, he is now eclipsed all quarterbacks." Let's see how he does against Detroit this week. Speaking in of, that in that those frigid temperatures up you, north,
2: you just wait. I don't know Baker's going to play Baker's going to play some football.
4: I don't know how they're going to handle it. That poor reporter. She was probably a news reporter and they were like, "Go cover Tampa."
3: Can you find Can you find that cut again, Alec, of that news person asking <laughs> real about quick, about the "I am with I'm with Eric Detroit. Chiafalo.
2: If they put me on some sort of political, like go cover this political thing, you just don't ask questions." Yeah. Why did she why did she raise her hand? I need the microphone right now. You know you, you're not some supposed produce, to be in that some room. Some
4: producer gave her a question and was like, hey, ask this question while you're well, there. Well,
2: then I would throw that producer as fast as I can under the bus. <laughs> yes, me Like, too. I wasn't supposed to be here, and they told me specifically to ask about the temperature.
4: All
3: right. Now, speaking of Detroit, NFL overreaction or reality, Jared Goff— will be the starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions for at least the next five years. Dude, that's a long time.
2: Uh, I will say yes, because I think Dak will be the quarterback of the Cowboys the the next five years, and they are both in the same draft class. So I I, I will go with yes, that draft class that has two quarterbacks left in it, Goff and Dak have five more years.
3: Did you see the crazy thing about the ninth-year college football player yesterday was in the same recruiting class as Justin Herbert? Yeah. So the person who yeah. still has college eligibility is in the same
2: class. My,
4: the dude from Miami. Think
2: about how smart remember. that guy is. If you went to college for nine years, how many degrees would you have? Oh man, you're three, assuming right? I'm taking
4: lots of classes.
2: That is a good point.
4: Um, I'm looking at his numbers, dude, and at Detroit, like he's been, he's as good as he's ever been. Yes, and uh,
2: he was if, good with. L.A. too. It was just that the coach made the horrible decision of like, well, I don't care about just making the playoffs. I want to win the Super Bowl. That's a stupid decision. What I think you should Shut do up, is, shut up, shut up. I you know do where it. this is going. You should do what Jerry
4: does. The uh, The other thing I'd, I'd like to continue on that about is he, this year, this offseason, he said, I want to take more of a leadership role yep. on. So during preseason games, he, didn't, he said, don't leave me out. I want in. Yep. I want to be part of this team. I want to lead this team. So he did those things. And I think the biggest part, I mean, Mike, we're kind of discussing it. As long as you have the quarterback, you don't have to spend your assets on trying to find another one. So you you can spend those on trying to build around your quarterback. And that's what the Cowboys can do. Or, I mean, the Lions. Yeah, not the Cowboys. Sorry, the team I guess I'm rooting for now. That's right. Those are your yes. guys.
2: Go get Detroit hats and stuff. It's really fun. I'm not it, doing it's, that. It's <sighs> like it's freeing to never buy another piece of Cowboys equipment again.
3: By the way. If you missed this the other day when we played it, this is a reporter asking the Tampa Bay coach about the prep necessary to play in frigid Detroit.
0: Looking forward towards uh, Detroit, um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures <coughs> we've been two. to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures? Should you face them in Detroit?
3: You do know we play indoors, right? In the other dome. I don't. Um, no. Did she, look at her notes? We're, we're like, did she
4: meet, look at her notes and go, oh, crap. We
3: only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus. That's my favorite part.
4: Okay, Alec, that's good. So
3: That's
2: my favorite part. She's looking prepared. directly at the coach as he's directly answering that question and going, in her head going, oh, crap.
3: Oh. Maybe 20 seconds when we get off the bus.
2: And looking at whoever her people are and going, why did you make me come here?
4: All right, NFL. Somebody said, you know, that person coughing was just trying to cover her up.
3: Yeah. And then somebody <coughs> made the Tommy Boy reference. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Kirby
4: Hancock. That's right.
3: All right, Corey. With their collapse, overreaction to reality, the Miami Dolphins shouldn't give Tua all the money. Um, they said they were going to talk about
4: it. I, I'm I'm very, I think, again, I go back, you watch the show. Watch the show and just see how much it feels like Mike McDaniels has to tell this guy, you're good. And I know they love him there. They, I mean, the whole place loves him. He hangs out with Dan Marino all the time. Dan Marino's got his back. But if they could get a Isotoners. better quarterback, they know their offense is, is built for it. But you can't, you also can't do it. To a guy who played at Hawaii, and then Alabama, yeah. and then Miami, they can't not have home field advantage. They have to have home field advantage for that's that guy. Point. He's not going to be good. To in your cold point,
2: weather. all the good teams in the AFC are outdoor teams. Like if it's, that's what that reporter like the, was trying. to In the to next ask three about. to five years, <laughs> you would assume Josh Allen's a good team, Cincinnati's a good team, Kansas City's a good team, Baltimore's a good team. Just keep going to the good quarterbacks. I guess you would hope that Herbert, who You know, I've kind of fallen out of love with like you would maybe go to L.A. if you had to go somewhere and play in an indoor play. So, yeah, they're in big trouble there. I think that they're in a tough situation to a T looks a little bit like Dak Prescott four years ago. There's four years difference. 2016 draft 2020 draft. You're hoping that this isn't his storyline. You're hoping that he's not just good and not good enough. Right. And unfortunately, when you're Miami, I think you just have to go all in the way that the Cowboys did, and let's see the next four years. The great thing is the Cowboys saw it, and they're ready for another five of it. Uh, maybe,
4: <laughs> maybe one one piece of this I should save for a, a much larger conversation. Okay. But Ben Johnson scheduled to interview yes. with a bunch of teams, right? Yes. How much do you disagree with the method still that coaches should be able in the middle of planning for playoff games and Super Bowl I don't think they should be, but I also understand you got to get a head start. And thats Is that a longer conversation we should have somewhere Yeah, probably,
3: because I think otherwise you're penalizing those coaching candidates. Then we'll we'll discuss
4: it. The other thing I wanted to throw is Micah has posted on Twitter, Kevin. A, he's gone after um, Skip Bayless, but he also said, y'all going to fit whatever narrative y'all want about Sunday. I'll drop my facts soon. Delusion versus reality. So he's teasing about his podcast. that he'll tell us the real things.
2: Hey, Micah Parsons. You had a chance on Sunday night to talk to to
4: the media then. Open forum. Yeah, 877-881-1053. You can call in right now. Oh, man, that's going to be tough. Or if you have our number, we'll get to the hotline number. But
3: (laughs) you have an open forum to say whatever you want right here without being interrupted. Everybody wants to hear from you.
4: And we do appreciate your donation that helped us raise a lot of money for my possibilities two years ago. Trayvon Diggs did top you this year, though.
3: I hope that competition gets going. All right, last one I got for you, real quick. Dan Campbell is the best Lions coach of the last 65 years. Yes, I am ruling out older coaches like Potsy Clark
2: and Buddy Parker. Lions history of coaches? Uh, Who was their coach
3: when they made it to the NFC Championship game? You can do this. I believe in you.
4: Was the he AFC Championship? NFC. Championship. Was Champions he, he
2: a white guy with white hair? Mm, I think he had what? dark, kind of curly hair, if I remember correctly. He was an Italian dude, right? <laughs> like, am I right <laughs> about that? Is he Italian? I don't know. I don't know. What
4: year did they make it? 91. Then? 91? I don't know if he was Italian. Sal
2: Fasano. <laughs> I don't know.
4: It's, it's Wayne Forrest. That
2: is, Wayne Fonts. That's Forrest. Wake Forrest. Yeah, Wake Forrest. Wayne
3: Fonts.
4: Yeah,
2: that's him. Was the answer. Is, is he Italian.
4: Is I don't know. Name another coach since then for them. Jim Caldwell.
2: Calvin Johnson. That's, he's not a, He played. I don't know. I'm not following I mean, their they history. They had some bad
4: coaches. So is your answer, some, yes.
2: Didn't they have one of New England's assistants that was pathetic? Matt Patricia.
4: He was yeah. miserable.
3: Thank you very much. Oh, you know
2: what? They good. had our guy. He was great. He was second best. Scott Lanahan. Dude was... Isn't that what? Didn't he go undefeated?
3: No, I think he went all defeated. Oh,
2: man. I thought, well, good for him. He's
3: just the fifth coach, Dan Campbell, in uh, Lions playoff his- history to
4: win a playoff game. Was Linehan. I don't think he was he the coach there or Marinelli. Are we thinking Marinelli was the Ooh, all defeated one. I Yeah, I thought it was Marinelli. Yeah, I think Lenahan may have been a coordinator, and we were like, let's so hire both of those. They work guys. together. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Only
2: two people have answered me, Kevin, on Twitch. I said, "Are you tired of me taking shots at the Cowboys?" Kevin is. Yes. Well, I did and see two somebody people on said it. LMAO, which I don't know what that means. I think yes, that's a group
4: laughing my ass off.
2: Nope. Is there an answer? And then another one is keep them coming.
4: Somebody on the YouTube has been going and this is where Mike will now compare it to Dak. And this
2: is where so they just keep saying this is when oh. Mike will do this. So they're saying
4: you're predictable.
2: Oh. <laughs> don't Don't like like Dak against good teams. Here we go! Shut up, Alec. That is your
3: fault. We're the KNC masterpiece. (laughs) I might not make it. Right here. This is gonna be a tough segment. We're only two segments in. Coming up next, it's time (laughs) for baseball slash crap on Cowboys Nuggets <laughs> with fine back
2: Unfortunately, it looks like the Astros might be getting a left-handed stopper. Next.
3: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
4: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
2: Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always
3: Can't see Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan on a shout-out Friday for the 817. I'm a mail carrier. I have no radio in my vehicle. My Odyssey app hasn't worked all week while on the route. It's finally working today, and I finally get to listen to you guys. Shout-out to you guys for being awesome, and shout-out to Odyssey for failing me this week. Oh, that's
2: not as good as the first part, though.
3: I like it. Now! It's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick.
2: Well, my first shout-out is to Buffalo Wild Wings in the Metroplex. We had a great time on those Fridays. We were supposed to be at one today, but for some reason we're not. The Cowboys, true. Yeah, true. All right, so I don't have to go over this article, do I? It says, which title drought will end next in Major League Baseball? Because the Rangers ended their drought, they're we not on it. the list anymore. We did it, so we don't have to look at that list mm. anymore. Because the drought is over, we own the World Series title.
4: And the Rangers are the only team that has on a winning streak right now. Corey,
3: oh, that's a great point. Well, that's right. A three-game winning streak. There's probably some teams that didn't make the playoffs that won. Oh, that's
2: playoffs. true. Let's look at the A's.
4: Oh, well, I don't count those games. Okay,
2: yeah. then yes. All right. A so, winning streak. what team do you hate the most in Major League Baseball? Astros. Astros, Astros and Yankees. Well, Ooh, yeah. it's not the Yankees. Probably Yankees first. It's the Astros are reportedly pushing to sign Josh Hader. Good luck. So, he is the best closer in baseball that I mean, Edwin Diaz is hurt. And it's still interesting to me what the the Mets are going to do with a guy on a four-year contract when they're on a two- to three-year rebuild. That doesn't make sense to have a closer if you're rebuilding a team. So it would seem like he would have become available this offseason. Now, maybe teams like the Rangers or the Astros or whoever is looking for a possible closer of the future is going, we want to make sure he's the same after this knee injury that he had. Now luckily there's no arm injury after he saved a game for I believe it's Puerto Rico, right? And then he yes. jumped up and down and hurt his knee. Um but the story is is that the Astros are reportedly Trying to sign Josh Hader, which is interesting because we really haven't heard of teams offering Josh Hader a contract in the article. It does not say what they're offering Josh Hader. It just says that the Astros have now moved their attention strongly to Josh Hader. And I wonder this. We had on Evan Carter yesterday, and he's a future guy for the Texas Rangers who should be here for a long time. But you asked yesterday, Kevin, about lefty on lefty. Yeah, he struggled lefty on lefty. Uh, in the major leagues his short time in fact early on they just didn't play him because they looked at his minor league numbers last year and said man he struggles against lefty so if a lefty starts in the regular season let's just not play him and in the playoffs they're like well let's just bat him ninth or not play him and then as the world or sorry as the playoffs progress they're like let's just play him all the time like there's just no reason to take evan carter out of the lineup let's just see what happens but it's interesting with josh Hader, who's the rangers best hitter Corey Seager, he's left-handed. Corey Seager doesn't hit left-handers as good as he hits righties. He doesn't have a major, like, issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't have a major split issue. Like, oh, my gosh.
3: And I will tell you, just from hearing from Evan Carter yesterday, I believe he disputes
2: that narrative that he has a major split issue. He
4: was like, what? I only had, like, 10 at-bats against well, the lefties. And
2: I hope this. I hope that he has such confidence that it is, yeah, yeah. it's not an issue. But I wonder this, and I don't know this. This will be Bruce Bochy early in the year. When a left-handed starter pitches against you, which will be about once every four games approximately, does he move Evan Carter to ninth? Does he take him out of the lineup? You know, it'll be interesting how Bruce sees the team when a left-handed pitcher starts. My guess would be
3: down in the lineup, not out of the lineup.
2: I think so, too. I think you to get better at hitting left-handed pitching, you have to hit against left-handed pitching. Uh, so just I
4: practice that all the time during the off season.
2: Well, I was to be honest, I was going to follow up on an Evan Carter lefty on lefty question, but the way he answered it, I was like, I'm not going to push. Yeah, uh, right he now was, on this, He sounded like record, he hated Kevin. Yeah. He was delightful, well, but I mean, he did not care for that. Yeah, because do you set up? It, do you set up a machine at a left handed angle? I think uh, so, and I would think because you can't have lefties like there's not many lefty batting practice pitchers like hey can you just throw like nice 94 with some sliders and stuff to really get uh, as many looks as possible now in spring training i would if i was the rangers i would on the backfields be like hey we have a lefty pitching today i'm sorry jordan montgomery like i'm trying to think uh we have andrew heaney pitching pitching three innings today I want Evan Carter batting in all three innings so he can get three at-bats today off of a lefty who has kind of a slingy arm motion, right? I'm sure the Rangers are going to do everything possible to get Evan Carter as many left-handed looks in spring training to know, hey, can we just bat him lead off or third or fourth every game no matter what? Or...
4: Teach him how to hit right-handed. Should
2: we bat him top four in the order? (laughs) Hey, maybe so. not a bad idea. (laughs) the, The dude's talented. Yeah.
4: I bet he can do anything. So that's he wants. your takeaway on
3: this whole thing. <laughs> how
4: difficult is it to learn how to hit from the other side of the plate?
2: Probably really difficult. right? The major news I think for Ranger fans right now is it's only a rumor. It's not done, but it looks like the Astros are pushing hard to get Josh Hader. And here's the deal: I don't know if there's any competition. Like if you if you offer him five years and a hundred million, don't you win? And I, I know because if there's yes. nobody else offering close to 100 million or five years, and that's what he wants, and you offer him five years at 100 million, at this point, you're at January 19th. Don't you have to, if you're Josh Hader's agent, go, I got you the 100 million. Yes. Let's do it.
3: Uh, that is, I agree.
2: And you're that. going to a team that looks like you're going to have an opportunity to close for a team that yes. should win 90 games no, or I, more.
3: I agree with that.
2: Now, let's go to this list. Now, this one, I wasn't optimistic. About the first baseman right now that Nate Lowe would make it. And just to cut to the chase, as I have two minutes here, Nate Lowe did not make the top 10 first baseman so right now. A bitch. So, you can't
4: be surprised by that. Really. I'm just tired of this. Freddie okay?
2: Freeman is number one. He was number two last year. Now, Bryce Harper is number two on this list. He was number three right fielder last year. So you do have three right fielders. You have Mookie Betts, who've moved to the number one second yeah. baseman. From right field. You have the number three right fielder moving to number two first baseman. And you have the number I don't know. I mean, he was number one right fielder last year or number two. I think he was number one in Aaron Judge and um Mookie Betts was number two. He's moving to center field, so I think your best center fielder now in baseball when that list comes out might be Aaron Judge. Yeah. But Matt Olson of the Braves is number three. Paul Goldschmidt, who was number one last year at first base, the National League MVP, is now down to number four. Yandy Diaz, very good uh, batting average last year uh, in the American League. He is with Tampa. He's number five. Pete Alonzo, number six. Vladimir Guerrero, Jr., number seven. Brandon Belt, and I really almost said Bobby Belt. Brandon Belt <laughs> is number eight. Christian Walker, Arizona Diamondbacks, is number nine. And uh, Tristan Cassis if I'm saying his last name right, of the Boston Red Sox is number 10. So Nate Lowe did not make this list, but I'll be honest. Yeah. It was going to be tough. Nate Lowe yeah. did win the Silver Slugger, not last year, the year before. He did win the Gold Glove this year. So there are things that you could say maybe he could have sneaked into 8, 9, or 10. But this was the one guy so far. That I was like, I don't think he's going to be on the top 10 right now list. So you don't have an issue. I'm, with, not, yeah. I, I'm not mad about this. You got do either. I was mad about Jonah I was disappointed with Adolis Garcia being number nine on his list. But this one, hey, Nate Lowe can bounce back and have a better year. I think it's expected he will have a better year uh, this year than last year. But like I said... When we're looking at these offensive players and where they're ranked, the Rangers, I think, are going to have to come out of the gates hot offensively to put up that positive record we think they can do.
4: He might as well have been number 10, you know? <laughs> so and then
2: Don't agree with that assertion. When Josh Hader, Hader comes in for the Astros, who pinch hits for Nate Lowe in that situation?
3: Nobody. Well, Or if it's a four-out save situation, he'll just quit on the team.
2: True. Or... Nate Lowe learns how to hit right handed too. <laughs> Why are we starting to change all That's these people? That's not a bad idea. That is we not all, a good idea. They all become switch hitters, <laughs> except for because Jonah Heim's already a switch hitter, yeah. right? Right. except for Adoles. Corey Seager, because he's, you know. Serious question. Yeah.
3: You gave these people nothing to do. Like they, yeah, they still got paid, but they didn't have to play Major
2: League Baseball. How long till all of them could?
4: Be switch hit Viable switch hitters yes. in Major League Baseball? I think that would be league a, a league good baseball. question
2: for Mark McLemore, like somebody okay. who switch hit. But, like, I think most of them, they never could.
4: Did you always, did you always think it was dumb? Did you ever get in and hit right-handed? It's, and you felt like you hit harder uh, from the other side? I always felt like I hit harder oh, left-handed. No, I felt was the, like,
2: how do I have any coordination in my <laughs> I can't throw. I can't
4: throw with my left at all. It, it, I look stupid. How powerful is Cox Internet?
3: Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas